On the case of the father and the son who chopped off the teenage burglar's finger, or the end of the finger anyway, I've got to say I feel no surprise, absolutely no sympathy whatsoever for the child. But I do feel something, which is that I feel really sad for him, eh? Because if you read his ex-girlfriend's account of what happened, you realise it was probably always going to take something drastic like this for that 17-year-old to realise that there are consequences if you behave like this. This was the fourth time that he'd broken into the farmer's house in Pew Pew. The fourth time. And every time he nicked a car and this time he was trying to nick a car again. He went into the farmer's room in the middle of the night looking for car keys. The farmer woke up. He hit the farmer over the head with a wine bottle, the farmer reckons, three times. So the farmer grabbed a gun. And even when he had the gun pointing at the teenager, the teenager was being an idiot telling the farmer to shoot him. And when the farmer forced him to lie on the kitchen floor, the teenager still had a knife and still wanted to stab the farmer with it. So the farmer called his son over from wherever he lives, and the pair of them gave the teenager the bash. Now, this is how the ex-girlfriend, who, by the way, is 15 at the time, tells the story. It goes like this. The men were hitting the teenager with a wooden bat, she said. Quote, it was hard to the point where he was bleeding. I was laying in his blood. And then she started to cry on the stand. She said, I could hear it. I didn't want to look at it. I hate violence. Then she says, by that stage, the teenager is crying. He was begging for his life. And what did he do? He did nothing. She says he was numb. He didn't even try. He just let them do it. He was begging them not to. He was forced to put his hand out. And then they chopped it off with a knife and he made no sounds and didn't put up a fight. And she said, quote, it was like his soul left his body. He just gave up. How sad is that? Right up to the last, that kid was pushing the limits and making threats like he was the big man around the place and acting like there were no consequences for his actions. Now, I bet you a whole bunch of those kids doing ram raiding of the shops in the middle of the night at the moment run around with an attitude just like this, acting like they can get away with it. And most of us will know a kid with a crap attitude like this. I certainly do. All too often, it's because there are no consequences. Police are not allowed to chase these kids in the car anymore. Even if the cops catch them, even if they end up in court, they'll get a light sentence from the judge. And even if they get a sentence from the judge, the whole of the world is going to tell them it's not their fault. And it's only systemic racism or a tough upbringing or some other lame excuse that has ended them up in the situation that they are. Not their own cons- not their own decisions ending them up here. So they're going to carry on ram raiding and they're going to carry on robbing until they're confronted with the worst possible outcome, which by then is too late. They end up in jail or they end up in a major crash or they end up having a bit of their finger cut off. How you get through to kids like this, I swear to God, I honestly don't know, eh? But I'll tell you what, from the start, you have to start with the cops having the resources and having the permission to crack down on them at the first possible moment so they can learn consequences so that it doesn't have to get to the worst case scenario before they finally give up on fighting with the world.